Good morning and welcome. It's another Monday. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group. Our toll-free number, 800-951-0592. Of course, the website at allamericangold.com. you know, got to make it part of your daily routine. I hardly touch up anything that's ever out there, so make sure you stay in the know and keep yourself comfortably disturbed. I go into allamericangold.com. The medals plans, right? Make sure you get signed up for that. If you don't know what that is, that's out there as well. And so much more. The shopping cart. I got all kinds of specials today. You know, some days I don't get anything, right? I, you know, and you guys know, right? We're always looking. We're always hunting, right? I don't care what the deal is. I want the best thing, right? I want the things that I know, hey, that's, Good for my customers. That's all I care about. And some days I, I have a little more luck than other. Today, I got stuff on both sides of the fence. I got the gold stuff. I got the silver stuff. And I got it priced to perfection. Uh, don't forget about that. I got a, a great letter. So I've got, you know, we've got this interesting groups of customers. The vast majority of you, I think like most of us, the silent majority, right? You, you don't email, you don't write, you know, you don't call, right? That that's most of us, right? We just wait. I want to get my listen to my show, get my get my my patriot fix in for the day, and life goes on. Then you got the group. Hey, I, I, I'm going to call and let you know how you're doing, or, or I'm going to send you an email. Uh, and I still got a few. Yeah, you're out there that actually do it the old-fashioned way and write letters. And uh, this one comes from uh, Rick. He He's in Milwaukee. So bark twice if you're from Milwaukee. Rick in Milwaukee. He wrote me this letter. Uh, and he does. And Rick's one of these letter guys. And I appreciate them. Congratulations on your success in getting 1360 KHNC up and operational. I'm impressed by your tenacity and following through with your goals. And listen, I, I got an update on that. We're not, we're, as all of you know, things are better, right? There's no doubt about it. You already know. You can tell the difference. We're not done. We are not done. We're, we're barely scratching the surface. Had to share a funny story with you. As of January the 31st, your daily broadcast with the new enhanced voice equipment instead of the phone sounds great. I don't know if it's enhanced voice, but we got off the phone line. Uh, so what we did is we got a, a couple of pieces of equipment that allowed me to get off the phone line. And now I'm going through the big, you know, the World Wide Web. We're going uh, streaming through, and it's obviously made a huge difference in the quality of the show and the sound of the show. And it sounds great. Whatever time of day I listen to your podcast, right? And remember, right? You can always listen to my show. It doesn't matter when. My pug dog, Drogo, always joins me when I listen. I think he really favors the $20 lib over anything else. On January 31st, as usual, he joined me to listen to your podcast. I know you tend to raise your voice now and then. I get a little excited. Listen, I'm passionate about what I do. 
You know what, what, what it is and why I get so excited is because I feel like, you know what, all the cards are stacked against us. They don't want us to know the truth. But I'm going to give it to you. And if i got to slap the you-know-what out of you, I will. That never bothered him before. On the first broadcast with your new equipment, you did raise your voice as usual. What was different, though, was that Drogo, the pug dog, was actually scared (laughs) and ran out of the room. I laughed and invited him to come back, but he wouldn't have it. Every once in a while, though, he'd peek around the corner, but he never wanted to come back in the room. No problem. Your broadcast don't scare me. In fact, your market insight serves to confirm what I've already known. I've been a long-time collectible, proud of my tangible assets, purchased over the decades, etc., etc. And he's right. I actually listened to the podcast. I'm way louder, scarier. Uh, so, so I'll try to keep that in, in, in mind when I get, but when I get fired up, I get fired up. Uh, but I appreciate that, and, and uh, yeah, and we knew Ramon and I had been talking for a long time. We knew how much better it was going to sound. Uh, couldn't be happier. Just so you know, Colorado, we are closing in. I, I, I can't give you an exact day, but but let's just say within the next couple of weeks. I mean, a couple of weeks could be tomorrow. I mean, it could be two weeks from today. I mean, but in the next couple of weeks will be all the way to where I want us to be as far as firing on all cylinders. The the station will be back running at maximum power. So all of you that live out in the outskirts and already, and I've gotten so many calls, and J- a lot of you told Jason how much better it is, should get even better. Our reach will be bigger and better than ever, uh, and that's going to be in the next few weeks. So so stay tuned for that. Like I said, we're just getting started. We just signed a new advertiser up up there. Listen, things are happening. Things are happening, and uh, we couldn't do it without it. Just remember, this is how you support us. This is how you support the message. You do business with us. And for those of you that can do business with our advertisers, that's how you get it done. I'm going to help you do that when we return. I got two great specials. Actually, really, technically three. Patriot Radio News Hour. Don't touch that dial. It's a down day in the market. Uh, the Dow's down about 50, 60 points. Uh, crude oil getting hit hard. Time to watch that again. Uh, $51.55 down $1.15. Uh, again, demand problems, supply. Uh, well, there's a lot of it and et cetera, et cetera. Gold, gold was getting hit super hard early this morning. You know, I guess while we were sleeping, on this nonsense, it was all nonsense. Uh, I, I'll get, I'll give you the the quick short version of it. Somebody talked about, hey, maybe we should have a, a meeting with the Chinese sometime in March. Uh, just so you know, we're actually talking to them right now in China. It's not going very well, apparently. Uh, but but gold uh, right now it's down five bucks, thirteen oh eight. Uh, it's been down as much as ten silver. Uh, fifteen seventy three right now on silver, down six cents. 
uh, as we watch what's playing out here. I told you I got some great items. And I've got three. This morning, I got an alert on $20 gold pieces. You know, I would call this coin, it is the bread and butter of this company. I mean, you know, you think about it, you know, you, 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 when you're building a foundation of wealth preservation, it starts with this coin, the $20 gold piece, right? And I've told you over the years, why do I like the $20 gold piece over all the other? And there's so many, right? I mean, gold eagles, buffaloes. Maple Leafs, Krugerrands, Philharmonics, uh, the Chinese Panda, and, and, and all the rest. I mean, a gold bar. I mean, all of it. Why this one? Why does Patriot say to buy this one? And the answer is simple, right? Because remember, remember what our rules are. We want you to buy as much as you can, right? That's always... Rule number one, right? You know, I, mean, I, I got to sell stuff, right? I want you to buy as much as you can. Rule number two, I want you to be as close to the spot price as you can, right? When you when you do business with, you don't even have to, oh, what, what, what's your markup? You know what the spot price is. You know what I charge, right? So you already know right, right away, instantaneously. You already know. Well, you ain't making a lot. I mean, even if I was to, uh, didn't have a deal, right, and, and you bought a $20 gold piece for $100 over spot, right, you can do the math and figure out, wow, man, that's single digits. Yeah, single digits. And when we put stuff on sale, it gets into the what? Low single digits. That's where we want you to be. Right. Uh, just think about what these fools do to your 401k and your IRAs and your annuities and all. They rape you with fees. And they do it every year. Thirdly, so buy as much as you can. Stay close to spot. Last and just as important, stay as private as you can. In other words, don't buy things that are going to require me to 1099 you or some other dealer to 1099 you when you sell it back. Those are the three key categories. Now, there's a fourth one, which is, hey, the old gold's considered collectible. And the, and the only ups, what's the what's the difference? There's only one that I can think of. See, in 1933, when they took the gold away, and people forget, don't forget, you went almost 40 years, I say you, we, us, whatever pronoun you want to put in there, 40 years without being able to own gold. This was evil, because they wanted, they needed a whole generation to convince you about this paper crap. The only gold you could keep was coins the government deemed to be collectibles. 
And I told you the story last week. Listen, you can't put the old gold in your IRAs. Only one thing I can think of, when they go to get the gold first, they're going to go to the IRAs first, right? You know, because that's where it is. Now, with a stroke of a pen, I say this too all the time. Hey, with a stroke of a pen, government can do what you want. You can't bank on that. But it's, it's a factor. Those are the four reasons. And the reason why the $20 gold piece is what I call the bread and butter, the foundation of the vast majority of our customers' holdings, because it meets all those criterias. Right? I can sell it to you for less. Right? And, we, and, and you know, right, as you go, the more fractional you get, the farther, you know, above spot you have to pay. Sometimes it's not a lot. Maybe it's $5, 10 $20 uh, more. You know, but, you know, you get down to like the five limbs, you're paying, what, $30, $40, $50 an ounce more. Okay? It adds up. So I've got a hundred of the what I would call the rock of all foundations. If I'm putting portfolios together, and I do it all the time, right? More of your assets will be allocated to this coin than any other. That's the U.S. twenty-dollar gold piece, the twenty-dollar Liberty. I've got a hundred of them. Thirteen eighty-five. Okay, that's. $25 off. When, when you look at margins, that's significant. If you buy 10 or more, $13.75. And, you know, you sit there and you look at gold. Well, you look, gold now down four, uh, $13.09. Right? Go, go, who knows? By the time this day's done, it may come all the way back. Right? That's how close the spot you're talking about. Let's keep it simple for mass sake. Thirteen ten, right? At, even at thirteen eighty five, you're only seventy five dollars over spot. If you buy ten or more, you're sixty five over. Meat checks all the boxes. So I've got that on the gold side. I got a hundred, and you know uh, that that's hard to do to come up with that money. More, usually, when we're talking, we're saying, "Hey, we got forty, maybe fifty, sometimes thirty. Sometimes we say, "Hey, listen, we got ten today. I got a hundred. Don't let it go by." Remember, if you didn't hear Friday's show, you need to listen. I'm going to talk about that, too, when we get back from the break. I'm going to go more into the thing they worry about the most. And it, it has to do with our debt, and it has to do with can we sell all the treasuries that we need to sell. And according to the advisory committee, we can't. On the silver side. It's an item we haven't run in a while. We, we run these when I can because I love, uh, first of all, I love government hallmark material. Obviously, U.S. government hallmark material. There's no doubt to what you own. Counterfeiting a, a U.S. government coin is a federal offense, right? So if you, most people, hey, they stay away from that kind of stuff. Uh, I'll counterfeit the bar. I'll counterfeit rounds or something like that. They don't want the the added pressure, or the added sentence, if you will. I have 100 rolls of dimes, and I've got 50 rolls of quarters. These are live and in stock. I got some here, uh, some in Colorado. So I've got 100 rolls of dimes, and I've got 50 rolls of quarters 
The quarters are at $125, right? That's $10 face value, $125. The dimes are $5 rolls. They're at $62.50. So essentially, if you bought two rolls of dimes, that would equal one roll of quarters or $125 that way. Price per ounce. Again, remember the criteria. What is the criteria? Buy as much as you can. Buy as close to spot as you can. And you know government hallmark silver is pricey. Like, look, look at U.S. Silver Eagle. Right, you buy it by the case for like three, three and a half dollars over spot. Here you get the most fractional coin of all the the ten dollar dime, the silver dimes, fifty in a roll, then the silver quarters, right? This is hey, this is it's an emergency. Something really unexpected happened. Most likely this would be something where Hey, there's no power for a long time, right? These would be the dimes in your quarters. These would be loaves of bread. These would be eggs and things of that nature, water, stuff like that. Great tradable stuff. But even if that didn't happen, right? Let's all, all of us, you know, we don't want that to happen. But the price that you're buying it for is. Just a dollar, what about a dollar seventy? Let's just call it about a buck seventy-five over spot. What a great price! Right, and it comes in their container, so you get forty quarters for one hundred twenty-five bucks, fifty dimes for sixty-two dollars and fifty cents. Right, if you've never done business with us, but you love this show, you love to listen, you want to support us, you want to support the radio station. Here's a great opportunity for sixty-two fifty. You can get it done. So I've got 100 rolls of dimes, 50 rolls of quarters, and $120 gold pieces. Uh, what a great portfolio builder today, right? You get yourself, you know, you're looking at, hey, I'm going to do 10, 15, 20. Maybe I'm going to do 50 grand. Here's a great way to build a portfolio. You're going to get a, the the foundational coin, the $20 gold piece, slap in some, some dimes and some quarters to go, silver dimes and quarters to go with it. What a great way to go. 800-951-0592. Not a lot of economic data out today for the U.S., but make no mistake about it. This is going to be a pretty important week when as the data rolls out. But right now there's a meeting. Well, I don't even know what time it is in China. Maybe the meeting's over. We are having a trade meeting uh, somebody was talking about having the the Chinese come to Mar Largo in March. Uh, not likely, not likely. So uh, I, I don't know. And, and again, I, I actually think, and I will tell you this: I don't think China will say no to any meeting. Hey, we'll go. Right? They've gone to all of them. Anytime they've asked, the Chinese have said okay. Now we've canceled some because. China says, okay, but they don't what? They don't change, which is, hey, listen, we'll buy more stuff. Listen, you're upset about the trade deficit. We'll buy more stuff. But when it comes to not forcing our companies to give away their technology, and let's face it, if they don't give it away, China steals it anyway. They're not budget. And I said they weren't going to budge, and so far they haven't. We'll, we'll see what ends up happening 
Uh, but the markets, like I said, have kind of went the other way on this. The longer this story's been out there, I think the less likely uh, it seems to be. But last week, and I want to I want to keep hitting on this. We learned about the Treasury Department's Borrowing Advisory Committee. Okay, so this is a committee that's in charge of looking after the debt. And and what I mean by that, they're in charge of saying, hey, we got to raise, right, all the raises, right, every every quarter now, what the Treasury does, hey, we got to sell more, and they raise a billion dollars on every type of bond and blah, 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 month after month, quarter after quarter. They are now worried because not only are we having to sell ever more amounts of debt, and I, and I tell you, we're, we're it, this is still early. Wait five years, see how big it is. You're not gonna, you, you'll remember these words. They're not prepared for, you know, I'll use the word tsunami because you need to understand. Listen, the debts are already outrageous. Now double them. That's how fast it's going to happen. Problem is, in five more years, you got to double it again. Patriot Radio News Hour. I want to tell you what else the advisory committee was warning about. This is the Phyllis Schlafly Report, a daily look at the significant issues of our time from an experienced conservative perspective. Sponsored by Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, this broadcast continues the legacy of Phyllis Schlafly and stands against forces that mock traditional values, deny freedom of religion, slander America, and would redefine the family. Now the president of Phyllis Schlafly Eagles, Ed Martin. Not even two days into the new Congress, and Nancy Pelosi's Democratic House leaders were having to chastise and correct their own incoming freshmen. The new wave of socialists, eager to please their base, found themselves in hot water with their own party after mouthing off against the President of the United States as though their election battles were still in full swing. In particular trouble was Michigan Congresswoman Rashida Tlaib. At a party thrown by the infamous left-wing site MoveOn.org, Tlaib, who was sworn into office just hours earlier, used her energetic moment at the microphone to yell about President Trump. We're going to impeach him, sort of. In reality, Tlaib chose to refer to Trump not as him, but as an obscene name that would draw a blush from even the saltiest sailor. Of course, the liberal room erupted in cheers, but cheers were not to be found in the newly minted Democratic House the next day. Tlaib received a strong rebuke from many of her colleagues, including House Judiciary Chairman Jerry Nadler, Democrat of New York, and even Speaker Pelosi herself. That is not the position of the House Democratic Caucus, Pelosi said of Tlaib's comments. But more than just her profane choice of words, House Democrats seemed to take issue with her push for impeachment. Democrat leadership was quick to distance their agenda from impeaching Trump, and they wanted to make Tlaib an example to other incoming socialists. As the incoming Congress ramps up and the 2020 presidential field starts to stretch its legs, a civil war is very quickly brewing in the Democratic Party. The old guard, the establishment, who love their power and money, are finding a new enemy in the socialist dreamers. Not in a generation or more has a faction caused such a divide in the Democrat Party as the potential we see now. 
liberals are finally meeting in full force the monster that they created in these so-called democratic socialists. And apparently, before they come for Trump in 2020, the new left has time to turn on their masters and cause trouble in the Democratic Party. This has been the Phyllis Schlafly Report from Phyllis Schlafly Eagles. What's the best way to rekindle the spirit of Phyllis Schlafly and the grassroots movement she energized? In this digital age, patriots and pro-family Americans can find insight and inspiration on our website, phyllisschlafly.com. Then, share your own heart and mind on social media. So join us at phyllisschlafly.com and every weekday for the Phyllis Schlafly Report. Welcome back. 800-951-0592. Just can't go wrong today. You got all of this U.S. government hallmarked. You got the $20 gold pieces, right? The the rock of all foundational portfolios put together here at Patriot. 1385, 10 or more, 1375. Then you've got the quarters in the dimes. Now, I didn't have, I had 120s. And then I had 100 rolls of dimes and 50 rolls of quarters. And already there's still three lines open. I'll try to get an update for you on the next break where we're at. The dime's at $62.50. The quarter's at $125, uh, which is, what, $1.75-ish over spot. Again, you know, when you talk about U.S. government hallmark material, that's where you want to be. That's the sweet spot, 800-951-0592. So when I I kind of got to this last week, but I wanted to finish because it was amazing what the advisory committee said to the Treasury Department. And again, you're not going to hear it on the idiot box. Nope, they're not going to tell you. They're going to talk about some trade deal with China. That's fantasy. Right, they're going to talk about some type of wage number or inflation number. That's total fiction. Right, just think about this. Oh, we need two percent inflation, not one point six eight, not two point three four percent, no two. Right, it's bull. They just make it up. Here's the problem. See, and, and they, they thought, that, again, remember, they told you, we fixed it. We fixed it, right? Congratulated themselves. Here's what they've fixed so far. So far, they fixed the debt problem by piling up the debt. Think about it, right? Fixing a debt problem with more debt. Now... The Treasury Advisory Committee says, uh-oh, things have changed. And, and, and again, they take the auction data, and then they advise the Treasury when things start changing. So what changed? The biggest change was who was buying the debt. And really, maybe what I should say, who wasn't buying it? 
The Treasury Department has, the Advisory Committee has informed the Treasury Department that they believe foreign holdings of U.S. debt are going to continue to decline. Not stay the same, not go up a little bit, decline, and continue to decline. They gave reasons. Well, why would they say that? What what would what would be the reason? Couple of things. Number one, only ten percent of trade involves the United States, which means ninety percent of trade involves other things from other countries that are. Not the United States. Now, let's not, let's not kid ourselves. Yes, that the, the number has shrunk dramatically down to this 10%. But it's never been, you know, like 50, 70, 80%, right? I mean, that, that's been the world. Yes, it's shrunk, but it's never been a huge number. The difference is they no longer need to buy dollars to do these trades. The Bretton Woods agreements is over with. More and more countries are turning to alternatives, according to the advisory committee. And they said, listen, it's not going to change. It's only going to get worse. See, that's bad for us. right? And a lot of you will remember, like when we talk about Reaganomics, What they wanted to do was take down all these trade barriers, right? And they wanted to have the Japanese come in and sell all their cars and everybody else sell your stuff in here for cheaper, but buy our debt. That was kind of the trade-off. you got to remember, the debt was only a trillion dollars back then. I mean, Japan by themselves has about a trillion dollars of U.S. treasuries. That would have been great if the debt was still only a trillion, right? but now it's twenty-two trillion and growing. And they talked about China's rise to power. China is the largest market in the world. They're number one. I don't know if it's this year or next year we're going to admit they're number one as far as dollars, right? GDP dollars. But they're already number one in terms of matter of fact, there are they just this year, well, I guess last year, 2018, China was the largest retailer in the world. Yep, their their citizenry buys more crap than ours. <laughs> There's four times as many of them, but yeah, they passed us, right? They're the number one auto market, the number one cell phone market. Uh, by the way, Apple, look out. China gets serious about this trade stuff. iPhone sales down 20% in China alone. So the advisory committee says, hey, it's actually going to pick up steam. In other words, right now, we've been lucky. 2018, they only, you know, they only sold a little bit. Then they said that they have to find a new source of buyer. That was really the biggest thing. 
and they warned these primary dealers, right, the, the companies that, that are in charge of the auctions for the Federal Reserve, for the government, are almost at the point where they won't be able to absorb any more treasuries. See, that's what's kind of happening. We've been lulled into this false sense of security because of this. I, I will say this. I, I, I knew that sometime this year the Fed would, would stop selling off the balance sheet. Now I think it's going to happen a, a sooner than we think because of this problem. Right, that'll help at least, you know, hey, we, we won't sell anymore, so that'll be less that we have to sell. But the realities are they need to find a new domestic source. Who do you think that's going to be and where are they going to get it from? We'll talk about that next. Remember what we talk about with the Ponzi ski. By the way, that, that was a really good book, Charles Ponzi, if you've never read it. Uh, really good book. Bernie Madoff. Right? How did Bernie get caught? Bernie didn't get caught, even though people were sending all kinds of stuff to the SEC saying this is it's not possible, right? When he's claiming can't be real and all this stuff. Never got caught until more money went out than came in. And this is where the advisory committee is saying now to the Treasury Department, hey, we got a problem. New money's not coming in. See, now when they talk to you on, a, the, on, any, other, on any other channel, they say, oh, you know, we had a 30-year or 10-year, 5-year, 3-month, whatever auction it may be. Oh, it was fine. You know, bid to cover was down a little bit, but you know, overall, it, it, it was okay. But when you look under the covers at the detail, guess what? Guess what we now know? It's not okay. It's not even close to okay. Matter of fact, according to the Treasury Department. Since almost two years now, since March of 2017, foreigners have been dumping. Something else has been happening. The primary dealers, the dealers that get their, you know, they make money selling these for the Treasury Department. You got to get approved. You know, again, they pick the winners and the losers. Part of the deal is. Hey, if it, if they don't get bought, you guys got to buy them. I mean, that's the deal. And again, remember, all the big banks need capital. And what I mean by that, reserves, right? Capital reserves. And the Treasury bill being that the, the holy, glorious grail of the best reserve you can have. So they know that, hey, listen, it was always had been okay because we know they got to buy some. Our buddies got to buy some. Apparently, they don't have to buy nearly as many as what's being issued. Primary dealers are now net long treasuries 
The positions have rocketed higher. And they said they left $36 billion just last week, in a single week. They now hold a record $260 billion worth of treasuries. In other words, hey, we can't sell them. Nobody, you know, we called all the big banks and they bought what they did, but this is left over. It says holdings are now increasing across the entire spectrum of debt. At first, they said the the exposure was mostly at the very short end of the curve, and now they're saying it's pretty much everywhere. The average primary treasury dealer's position have been surging since March of last year. Huh. Hmm. What's been happening? Oh, that's right. Less foreign demand for our debt. Not enough new people to come in, and now the primary dealers hold record levels of treasuries. And, and the part that's scary is how fast it's growing. And, and they're smart enough saying, hey, listen, we know how to look out. We know it's coming. Wait till 2022. I keep saying that number. Get ready. Circle that number. 2022 starts the real big part of the baby boomers. <laughs> it's going to get real big real fast. And, and they started talking about this need. They kept reiterating, we need a domestic consumption method. Remember Obama put together the 401k for people that that didn't have a 401k, remember? You're going to be able to buy treasuries. (laughs) I got a bad feeling. Very, very soon. I don't care if it's your 401k or your IRA or your, your annuity or your money market. I believe they're going to force us to buy them. Now, could that be, hey, 10% or 15% or 20% of your 401k needs to go into U.S. Treasury? I don't know. But where else are they going to get the money? Right? They're circling the bandwagons around our wealth. I keep telling you, they've circled it. Right? And the next time things get bad, they're going to what? Hey, nobody gets to sell. I think it's going to get worse than that. Right? I think it's going to get worse than that. I think it's going to be, hey, you not only do you not get to sell, you're going to have to buy treasuries. And let, let me tell you, I think rates are going to go negative. And we're going to be stuck buying them. Someone's got to buy them. They're saying we need a new domestic source. What else could there possibly be? I don't know. I'm not smart enough to know. And I, I, we're not talking about, hey, we need to soak up, you know, 5 or $10 billion. It's starting to jump 30, 40, 50 billion a week. I mean, if, if what happened last week happens again this week, primary dealers will hold over 300 billion worth. What happens when. 
We got to roll two trillion. Yeah, you get the picture. Picture Radio News Hour, final segment coming up. 800 951 I apologize. Wendy's been on the phone. I haven't been able to get a tally. Uh, but we got $20 Liberties, 1 through 9, 1385, 10 or more, 1375. Right? Gold's what, 1309? 1308, 1309. Silver. We've got what we call junk silver. This is pre-1965, so 64 and older dimes and quarters. Now, we, we, I know we don't have 100 rolls of dimes anymore because some of the tickets I was able to, you know, as I'm trying to find out where we're at, uh, I, I'll say maybe 70, maybe 60 rolls of dimes. They're $62.50, right? That's well below $2 over. So it was $1.75 over spot. Quarters, we only had 50 to start. So, you know, if I'm going to say, you know, quarters and dimes are going together there, maybe 30, 35 rolls. I don't know exactly. Uh, rolls of quarters at $125 a roll. So essentially the, the, the price per ounce for the quarters and the dimes are the same. Uh, and I think what it's a dollar, seventeen dollars forty eight cents an ounce if you melted it down. Uh, and, and silver right now is what fifteen seventy, fifteen seventy five. Uh, so so you're like I said, you're looking at about a dollar seventy five over spot at eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. I think the Treasury Advisory Committee's warning coincides with. Think about this. What makes more sense now? What was it? A couple weeks ago, I told you how central banks around the world bought more gold in 2018 than they had since we closed the gold window in 1971. So think about that. Boy, that makes sense now, doesn't it? Now this advisory thing where they said, hey, by the way, uh, this has been going on for a while. Right? Everybody's getting ready. Be your own central bank. Listen, we all, we all want the best outcome. We do. Right? I would love for it it's not to be in this debt suit. I mean, I'd love it. It's not possible. But I, I, I read somewhere that I think in the next 10 years, we're going to have more people over the age of 65 than we are going to have kids under the age of 18. Right? That's always the wrong end of the spectrum. Look at the debt this year. The greatest American economy of all time. And we know that's an exaggeration. But still, relatively decent. Over a trillion dollars of debt. And really, the real number is going to be what? One six, one seven. I, I'm not sure. By the way, consumer numbers came out late Friday afternoon. New all time record highs on uh, student loan debt. New all time record highs uh, on auto loan debts. New time all time record highs on credit card debt. You get the picture. And now the advisory committee saying, hey, we need a new domestic source. Who's it going to be? I mean, there's only one place where there's enough money. 
at least as far as I can tell. 800-951-0592. Patriot Radio News Hour. Enjoy your Monday. We'll see what happens tomorrow. <laughs>